What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, guys? Kels Charles here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation, as always. Oh, yeah, I've got a co-host with me, Megan Murray. Hello. <laughs> Happy Friday, everybody. Happy 1989 Taylor's Version Day. We're thriving. We're back at football times. We're loving life. We'd love to see it. If any, If that's any indication of like where my mind's at right now, I'm like going like for full squirrel. Like the bye week was, I don't even rem- remember the bye week. Like I feel like I like blacked out. And so you've got a lot going on. So we yeah. won't hold you. I I'm I'm going full squirrel today. So forgive me. Um, but I will say, you guys, um, this is uh good news for us. If there's any indicator, Megan Murray did notify me that post bye week. The Cowboys um, seem to historically have been feeling all right. And there's been lots of um, to do made around the team having a 24 and 10 record after they've gotten a little bit of a breather. So that feels like some vibes that I'd like to ride high on. Heck yeah. And I mean, this is such a weird feisty like Rams team. So um, having a little rest going into that is not a bad thing by any means. Although some people maybe need, didn't need to talk so much during that time. Um, yeah, I do feel like um, it's uh, there's a lot of talking that happens, especially around the Cowboys. And it's inevitable. But um, I mean, what are your thoughts on all of that? Because I don't know. I just feel like you're going to hear that no matter but what when it comes to this team. And especially when they, quote, have nothing to do. But um <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't surprise me is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I think I just thought it was interesting. And Hey, look, I completely, I listened to Micah's podcast. I support it. Um, and I think he, I don't like, he's not getting picked on because he is doing the calling out, but like then the shots get fired back and forth. And then it's just like, why are we doing this? (laughs) Like they're, all they have to do all day is talk about you. So like you have a, you have an actual job. They're sitting behind a desk. So I just, sometimes I'm just like, you don't need to feed into it so much. Um, I, I do truly enjoy his podcast when he's actually talking about, you know, football and like stuff going on around the league. I think that's like super interesting, but when he gets chippy, I'm just like, I don't know why I, I think it's hard to tune it out, obviously, but just, getting your getting involved in all that just seems like a waste of your time because all it does is just give them content which 
was kind of his point. He was like, they don't have content without me. Kind of a funny thing to say. Um, so the quote, I guess, was I'm the face. I'm giving them their content. They're basically stealing my content and they're wrong. Oh, no. Oh, no, Micah. Like, oh. I, know. I was like, bro, maybe we don't. But that, when I said people don't need to talk so much, like the talking heads are going to talking head. They're going to do that all day. That's what they're paid for. Um, do I love it? No. Do I care that much? I really can't. There's no point. But that's why I'm like, Micah, stop. <laughs> like, Don't engage. And is that actually fair? Like, are you like, is he actually the face? Like, is that actually a real thing to say? Because I feel like there's a lot of faces, but he just might be the one that's more like blatantly He's out. He's the one who's talking the most. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, Argh. I think that's what he meant. Just like, I'll, I'll bite back whenever you talk crap about Dak or whatever. Like Dak's not going to say anything, but I will, I think is kind of his point. But and maybe I, I doubt Dak is like, do it, talk more, <laughs> defend me. I doubt that highly. Yeah. But I I also doubt that. But I do yeah. feel like, and I feel like I, I bet you, <laughs> that's actually really funny. Dallas Cowboys PRs probably have a, like a field day with this. And you're just like, God, like, can we not? <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, I don't know what they can really, I mean, I guess they can, they can ask him to chill out, I guess, but I, that's, that just feels like a tall order to ask Micah Parsons to tone it down in any aspect of his life. So I wish them the best of luck on their endeavors, but the, uh, the Ocho, uh, speak versus, uh, Micah Parsons thing has been what is that the only crazy thing that's happened on our bye week I think I mean that's also very on brand for Acho too so like let's keep that in mind as well that means that's all they have to do though (laughs) dude yes like love him but like let's not forget that this guy like I I do love him he's great but he like literally like worked for the Cowboys like he was a former former Eagles player then he went and like came and worked for the Cowboys, accepted a paycheck from them and was like straight up like, my goal is to go be like famous and go be, you know, exactly what he's <laughs> doing right now. And he's been incredibly successful about it. And and I'm so freaking proud of him. Like he really is like a great guy. But like one of the things that I think that we have to realize as if you want to be a fan or I would pull, I'm going to pull the curtain back here a minute for yeah, you. Yeah, do it. Just so we're abundantly clear, it's very common for pundits um, or you know personalities and media types to opt to take a side and just be like, "Hey, here is you know my take," but they try to take a side where they know it might be a bit chaotic or it might. Be- and the easiest thing to cause chaos with is the Cowboys. A hundred percent, which is why they're always, oh, <laughs> sorry guys. I just dropped my computer. It's totally fine. Which is why they're always in the mix. Like it's a very like common thing to have a storyline about the Cowboys or have someone that has a hot take. And it's like, they go home at night and I'm pretty positive that a decent chunk of those people may not actually believe the hot take they just had on air. And I've actually heard 
talent tell me that and I'm not saying Acho has but I'm just telling you like in general like it's it's really common to be like hey I'm gonna go hard in this left direction you can go hard in this right direction and like that's gonna make great content and great conversation for uh the whole entire like show like that's very much a thing so um yeah just keep that in mind whenever these things go down and they also like in the era of being on TV and social media where you can hide behind like a screen and have like limited accountability where it's like, dude, you, you would not walk up to a Micah Parsons and say that to his face. Like he'd pop you. Like certainly not, you know, like that's actually the funny thing about, so I've heard people say that where they're like, you just, if you said that to someone's face, like you wouldn't do it. Cause like the accountability you would face in person would be bad. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> so like go off, but like, just like, I'm not really respecting that take. Well, and the funny thing is like, yeah, like most players would be like, yeah, just, Hey, hi, how are you doing? But if you, if they like cross paths, like Micah will actually like go toes and talk about it. <laughs> so just yeah. be careful. However, um, I think he, he doesn't need to stick to football. That's not what I'm trying to say. I just wish he would not get so uh, drawn off sides by these guys all the time. I respect that because as someone who, you know, also like he's talking about like how these dudes like aren't real. And it's like, yeah, that is like actually valid. Like, yeah, I was telling you before we recorded, like, I like can't stand like the gaslighting behaviors that some people have. And I'm, I'll just like call them on it. And then they'll be like, oh, you're being emotional. And it's like, no, you're being crappy <laughs> you're literally like being so toxic it's not even funny like that's silly so yeah I mean and they are being toxic about Dak they can't keep his name out of their mouths um and you know he's simply asking that if you're gonna do that to him just you know keep that the same keep that same energy across the board does Josh I Allen have a turnover problem does Jalen Hurts have a turnover problem? Why don't we discuss that for 30 minutes out of your hour? I actually <laughs> think I'm changing my take on how I feel about this, where I'm like, oh, Micah, like, don't give him something to talk about. But I'm also like, because I really am facing like a very similar dilemma right now where I'm like, yeah. oh, am I supposed to like shut up and take right this? Back, like, Micah. <laughs> and like shut up and take this and just like this obvious nonsense where you're just sandbagging me. And I'm going to yeah. lay down and like let you just walk all over me. Or am I going to sit there and be like receipts? Like, that's silly. That's ridiculous. Like, I love it. a receipt. We love a receipt too. Um, so, but I also just like, it is like big bully behavior. But I, so I guess what I'm trying to tell you is like, I kind of resonate with that a little bit. And so maybe, yeah. kind of, maybe I don't feel so confidently about my answer, what I just said in my take, because it's a lot easier to say than it yeah. is manifest in real life and do, if that makes sense. Right. I mean, if I hear someone talking shit about my friend and their turnover problems, I'll probably like bite back too. Like I get it. <laughs> Bro, like if someone comes to me and talks poorly about you or David Hellman, or even like, I've remember, I remember times people have like tweeted and I'm just like, I'm going to kill them. I'm going to come for their throat and I'm going to look at their profile and find like the most unhinged. I'll comment. find your mother and tell her what you're doing on the internet. Like I'll go crazy for my people. So Maybe I really don't have any legs to stand on whatsoever. I'm just like, oh, my God, go. Like, go off. Like, at least, like, you are someone that people respect and, like, have a right to, like, talk talk smack. And, you know, maybe someone's got to do it. I don't know. 
It sounds like we've talked ourselves into supporting this behavior. And you know what? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I think I just went full full roundabout and changed my mind on air. It is. You what know, it is. talk about seeing all sides. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, like I, I just, I wish he wouldn't get drawn off sides because I think it, like, I don't think it like affects his game or anything like that by any means. But I think it, I just don't like to see him so bothered. You know? Sure, sure. No, I get it. I understand. <laughs> He has every right to say what he's got to say. So go off, King. Say what you need to say. <laughs> um, God, that's a, if you understand what reference I just made, then I love you because on this podcast. On you, this day where 1989 is re released. I'm sorry. I know. John Mayer song. <laughs> I was just going to tell you that it's, I realize it's a juxtaposition in real life, <laughs> but like we do stand Taylor and John real hard. Like I, I think we stand Taylor a little bit more right now. Um, Megan definitely does, but like we also stand John, it, it, his music. We went to a John Mayer concert not that long ago, or maybe it was kind of long ago. I think it was before COVID. So time yeah. is a social construct. I don't know what's happening and when it is happening. Time is a social it was, construct. It was great. <laughs> created to make us feel good about walking the earth. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to stop David Helmening. Helmening. Helman. Is that a word? Not a word. Is that a word? <laughs> not, we should. We might. Um, all right. Well, there is um, word on the street that the trade de deadline is coming up October 31st. Um, the ghouls and goblins uh, may be out and about, but there could also be some players in the mix. And there's been a name tossed around that I want to get your thoughts on. And if it could make sense for this Dallas Cowboys team, the one and only Derek Henry. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not lost on our community that the run game obviously there's a lot of belief in tony pollard but there has been some significant areas of opportunity that have been identified with the departure of ezekiel elliott or at least a back like him who can serve as that bell cow right where you know we are i believe as a team a great example at least in previous years and recent years the just the functionality and how well a dual backfield system can work and operate and really bring a lot of value to the field. And obviously I know there are additional running backs on this team, but just they're not like your RB one, RB one and a half caliber that we've had previously. So are you buying this Derek Henry potential trade rumor? Would you entertain it? Or are you spitting out that, fruit in lieu of candy situation that you got at the rich person's neighborhood. And you're like, what are we doing here? Give me the Reese's. <laughs> Welcome. What, what a metaphor that you just made right there. I hated that so much. I was like, what are we doing? Like, give me the full size chocolate bar. Like, I know you can afford King size with your maybe. massive chandelier. That's probably the price of a Bentley hanging in your foyer. Mm -hmm. Give me a full size candy bar. Don't be cheap. Like I want the cavity. <laughs> um, fire today, ladies and gentlemen. In the I love it. <laughs> I'm like I don't even know where to go from here. Um, no one does. Do Not you even think that they're gonna go for Derrick Henry? What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. 
Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the Future of Entrepreneurship, a Prop G Pod special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G Pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. I wish. <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing is, like the other when he was talking about this, not he wasn't talking about Derek specifically, but he had like mentioned a few days ago, you know, he was like, oh yeah, you know, I would, you know, like to, you know, say that we're going to do something in the, the trades and all that, whatever. He was just like, kind of acting like he would do, like he would entertain it. Maybe he got like made fun of enough because Howie does stuff and he doesn't, I don't know. Um, but then he kind of like walks it back but he was like, my mentality is that I'm a risk taker. I'm like, since when? Ah. <laughs> the last commercial Walker trade. You haven't had the nuts to do anything else. But the last, the last risk he took was hire was was signing Jay Ratliff, which was a man that very well could have killed him. Like That's other than that, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Greg <laughs> Hardy. <laughs> that was <laughs> fair. That was I was like a risk in the wrong direction. It was like low stakes, low reward, whatever. But I don't know. You're just watching how we make these like bigger moves. Like they got fired, like that, which I was not expecting. And like when they did that AJ Brown deal, that was crazy. Like they're, they really like get in there and, you know, mix it up. Going for Derrick Henry would be like, I don't know if he could handle it. He might pass away. I think that would be the problem. Yeah, no, I mean, but like Derrick Henry would make sense, and also like he has ties to Dallas. Like he's here in the off season. Yeah. Um, his his in laws live here, and they're all really close. So it's like not inconceivable that he would want to be here. Um, he works but, out at Sanders Fit. Yeah. So, I like I could see it happening if anyone would like. I don't know. Jerry's just not going to do it. Point blank. I don't know why I'm even talking around it. Like, he's just not going to do it. He won't. He never has in, not not never has. He hasn't done it in recent history. He's, he does also doesn't really have the reins on that. Like, Steven's not going to do it, cat boy. Like, come on. But it's fun to think about. <laughs> yeah. No, I, um, I'm with you. I feel like for me, um, do I think it's going to happen? No, but can I have some fun and talk about the functionality of how it would be nice to bring something like that to the to the table and add that element back into the mix? Yes. yes. Derrick Henry obviously has been in the league for you know a while now at this point. I still think that he's a very productive back, and I do feel like there's a lot of opportunity that a type of back like Derrick Henry, if not him, could bring to the table and add value to this Cowboys backfield. I think they need it. I feel like, again, like, you know, Tony Pollard's great, but like, I, I really do feel like this dual backfield is a system that I'm subscribing to. And I think it worked before. I think we even let go of Zeke and even last year, he was still able to be pretty darn productive. Like we just didn't want to pay the rate that he was going to need to look for. And we kind of had decided at that point we were moved on from him. So I don't know, man, like I would, I think it's a need on this team uh, for sure on paper, but realistically speaking, 
I just feel like that's the same thing that we get from Jerry Jones all the time where he's like, yeah, sure. Like, let's talk about it, guys. Let's have a conversation in the media. Right. Like, let's get some like, you know, let's get some like buzz around this. Like, why not? Like, that would be great. Yeah. <clears throat> I As much as I wish he would do something, like, I feel like that, what's that meme where like you're poking someone with a stick, like do something, do something. Yeah. That's me yeah. to Jerry all the time. Like, <laughs> anything do whatever it is I don't care um but yeah like realistically that's not gonna happen um I Rico I want Rico Dowdle to work out as like a two but I'm just not seeing it it's not giving much excitement for me I don't have a lot of like they can't run the ball no dude they can't like it's not going well. What is run blocking? I don't know her. <laughs> no. Like I'm I my well, my dog tries to eat a pin on on camera with us right now. <laughs> I was wondering what that was. <laughs> my God, I just can't. Like I'm looking up right now. I I I know. Okay, 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 okay. I'm looking up some of the stats on Pokeball reference right now, but basically it's very obvious without even having to look at the stats that this team has not been productive in the run game as in years past. It's been an area of strength previously. It's obviously gone down. And I think you can equate that to several things. Obviously the, the O-line has not been as, you know, uh, intact as years past. We know that has a lot to do with it, but I also feel like you could talk about the quality and caliber and type of running backs that you have, which again, whether or not we want to accept that uh, we did, face a bit of a decline when we lost Ezekiel Elliott or let him go. So, you know, all yeah, like we can do that all day long, but I think the point is like, you're missing someone that can, you're missing run blocking. And like he, he was doing that yeah. and that made him and Tony Pollard better. So like, if yeah. you can figure out how to fix that missing piece, that would be great. Maybe we just need to get another fullback. When you do that, maybe we just need a fullback. Like, maybe we just need a fullback. Like, maybe that's what we need. Maybe let's just get, like, a true bell cow. Like, what was that guy's name? The ant, ant, and um, what was his name? I can see his face. Anthony Hutchins. What's his name? Uh, Is that his name? Anthony Hutchins. Dang it. That's not who it was. It could be. I just, that's not ringing a bell to me. I, I can, like, see his face. No, Antoine. Uh, Dang it. I hate my mind. Someone is listening to this right now yelling at it, and I totally feel that y'all know exactly what i'm talking about it was a defensive line <laughs> they would put in at fullback and and just oh. have fun at the at the goal line and then they'd try to like knock it in with him you know pushing people behind him like push push antoine woods thank you thank you to my mind <laughs> yeah i wouldn't get, i wouldn't have gotten there when you said hutchins i was like did she mean hitchens like what are we doing <laughs> no that's fair i don't know why i went yeah. in and, and yeah, I did. I was thinking about Hitch and I was, again, I need coffee and my Adderall, very obviously. So <laughs> thanks for hanging out with this world brain today. But I think in conclusion, Antoine I feel like, Woods. Yeah, yeah. Um, Antoine Woods. How's that for a teensy bit of a throwback for you? One find Antoine Woods reincarnate and sign him immediately. And honestly, yeah, like I, we just need a wrecking ball. Like give me a wrecking ball. Like let's figure it out. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> this is something that I was talking to Paul about. It's just frustrating. Like we're just beating our heads against the wall with this offense. Like it's too, 
I've said it a million times. I think it's too soft. I think the play calling is, I don't think that Dak so much has those like interceptions in the back of his head so much as the man who's calling the plays has those in the back of his head. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, he talked this big game about, well, I just want to run the ball and Kellen Moore doesn't. And then like, you can't make that happen. And that's what you wanted to do with your offense. Like I just, it ain't it. Someone, someone sign someone. Jerry. Figure it out. Quickly. Yeah. If I had an answer, I would give it to him. Not that we're that tight or anything, but. Well, just let me know once you do, because like, I'll run up there and I'll be like. Please do. Like, this is not it. So like, please, you know, here's your substitution. I'll text them immediately. I'll, I will text. Todd, or I will text Will McClay real quick and be like, Will, hear my <laughs> thoughts. So just go ahead and DM them to me and I'll pass them on accordingly. Thank you so much. Perfect. Well, <laughs> do you have any, do you have a prediction for this game going into the weekend? This um, year that we have coming up? Uh, I mean, I feel like they came off with a victory last week or last two weeks ago um the last time they faced an LA game an LA team um you know I think that I'm going to give the Cowboys a victory in this category giving them the momentum off of the bye week having some rest having a nice little victory ahead of the bye week being at home um the Rams are having some you know some hard times themselves um I know the Cowboys are favored so that's not really an original take on my end but I still think it's going to be a close game. Like, listen, like, I still think it's going to be a close game. I don't feel like this Cowboys team is like the incredible leader in the NFC that I think we all gave them credit for in the beginning. I think that ultimately actually more is the 49ers, but I still think they're a really solid team. So, um, yeah, give me, give me the Cowboys. It'll, I, I think it's going to be a bit of a shootout. I think it's going to be a, a decently high scoring game. I could see that. And then I'm also like in the back of my head, I'm like, it could really be a slug fest just because like they have what Puka Nakua. And I don't know if Cooper cup is going to come back. I should probably know that. I, I never know what I'm going to like bring up until I start talking. So <laughs> that doesn't help me out too much. I just feel like you have two good defenses. You have Aaron Donald. Like, I just feel like it's going to be a slug fest. Um, and I, I don't know. It's I think the Cowboys will win. I just, I feel like it's going to be tight. And I feel like we're going to have to rely on Brandon Aubrey again. And I, I don't love that, but. Lord knows that's not my favorite thing. I either. would love to be so wrong. So, so wrong. So, so wrong. I mean, honestly, though, it's kind of low key. One of the most wonderful times of the year. If you're sick like that and you like to have an Aaron <laughs> Donald, Zach Martin matchup. Granted, I know Aaron Donald can move around, but like, give me like that venom on venom all day baby like i'm super here for it yes here for it all right guys thanks so much for tuning in we really do appreciate you uh greatly sorry for my squirrelness and squirrel behavior but um you know sometimes it's kind of fun to be full-blown off the rails if you will uh make sure you are subscribed to the blogging boys podcast where we do your podcast with that spotify apple itunes or stitcher also, come hang out with Megan and I on social media. I'm 
at Kelsey underscore Charles on Twitter and Hey Kelsey Charles on Instagram. And Megan is at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter or whatever we're calling it these days. Yeah. I just going to call it Twitter. Cause like whatever, bro. Yeah. It still says Twitter on bloggingboys.com. So there you go. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, Elon. Like I'm not playing your games quite yet, <laughs> even though I kind of still am and kind of have to, but whatever still. All right, guys. Um, we love you. There's still some really important words. We want to make sure that you know, and carry through with you throughout the weekend up until game day. And those are Dallas forever, Philly for never. Birds are not real. Bye, guys. Goodbye. What does it take to be an entrepreneur and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself. Right now, we've got a special three-part series running all about the future of entrepreneurship. We're answering your questions on work-life balance, how to raise capital for your business and more. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it's always important to look ahead at what's to come. So tune in to the future of entrepreneurship of Prop G Pod, special sponsored by Mercury. You can find it on the Prop G pod feed or wherever you get your podcasts. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.